What's up, winners? I'm Sylvia Chagla, and over a decade or even longer, I have been obsessed with everything around people, around how to develop, how to turn ideas into reality, and this is all based on change and transformation, especially in this digital world. I have been learning, studying, and applying. I was one of the youngest HR consultants for an executive and was leading change projects within the biggest telecommunication merger in Europe. And I am today combining and blending Eastern and Western knowledge in order to help you to change the way the world works so we can all have more efficiency, productivity and engagement and actually transform and change successfully. I have been doing this for ages and ages by myself from almost homeless into a successful corporate high flyer and today an excited and passionate entrepreneur supporting leaders and entrepreneurs like you within startups, SMEs and Fortune 500 companies to create and make the difference they actually crave for. So don't expect any conventional HR and kind of those topics around this but of course everything what is combined from speed smart and book smart and many many other things here on this podcast thank you so much for tuning in i am excited to go with you on this journey and win x today so welcome welcome to win x today i am so happy and so excited to have here today gabby with me Gabby is one of my dear friends, a badass business owner and an inspiration to so, so many people. We were just chatting with each other before the interview. And Gabby, I would just love to, for you to introduce yourself shortly about where you're coming from, a few words what people should know about you before we will dive into this hot, hot topic at the moment, how to innovate your business. And you are, again, an amazing example when it comes to that. First, thank you so much, Sylvie, for having me. And actually, we we had this plan, I guess, for a year and a half already. So uh, it came on the time that needed to come. Uh, I am Gabi. <laughs> I am Gabi Tierer. I am originally from Argentina. Uh, I moved to USA, to South Florida, in uh, 2001, after I got married. And I have two teenagers that I adore, uh, but sometimes are challenging uh, nowadays. Um, and they, they, they born here in USA. I come from a family, um, a big family, and it was an adjustment to move to USA because we were just us. Uh, I opened the Corporate Graphic Center, that is my printing and promotional items company, in 2002. And it actually, I opened it because I, that was what I was doing in, uh, since I was 12 years old. My parents started on the printing business when I was 12 years old, and that's what I knew to do. And I opened here, and here we are uh, 18 years after. 
Thank you so, so much for sharing. And apart from running your business successfully um, and being within this entrepreneurial journey for since you've been 12 years old and just to give our listeners a little bit of a context you've just shared it uh, briefly we were supposed to have an interview with each other like forever um and we've met each other um i think one and a half years ago something like that in um, gran canaria while attending uh, jimmy's and alex jimmy narain and alex Steffen, one of our dear friends um, they are growth masters and they are Gabby and myself. We, we kind of, I think, grown so fast within a few days and connected deeply because she is such an amazing and yeah, just an awesome human being. So apart from that, you are actually running a business that you are a single mother for two teenagers. So doing a great job there as well, by the way. You are also a philanthropist, so you are running and supporting lots of causes, uh, causes and um, charities in Africa, right? Yeah, so um, when we met was in October of 2018, November of 2018, yeah. and I was in the middle of my divorce, so it was a very challenging time in a way, but it was also a time that I needed to self-explore myself and see what I was doing well, what I needed to change, and what was the purpose of my life. And it was funny because when we met, we just match. It was like attraction, you know? Like we had so many values that were aligned with each other, and it was amazing. And we had a very nice, epic last night in Gran Canaria, sharing together <laughs> the room and the new <laughs> <laughs> funny but since I since I remember I had my mom as an inspiration I'm coming from a regular house I wasn't rich I wasn't poor I never felt um, the absence of what I didn't have I just didn't know I didn't have it and And my mom always, I always saw my mom working very hard, but also giving a lot. Um, I remember we had a a homeless uh, two blocks away of my house. And uh, every night, my mom, before coming to to our home, she was working all day. She was dropping them off. um, It was a lady. She was dropping her off uh, some meals to eat every day. Until one day, the lady never came back and, and we lost track. But that is the, the seed that my mom planted and I, I am so passionate about. I feel that we um, just being able to be right now in a safe place with light, with water, with a bed, uh, with, with more than one day uh, food in our house, actually much more, um, we are blessed in this world and just for living in a in a country that there's no war and we're free even now we're free because we are choosing to 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 protect ourselves for us and for our kids and for everybody so i um i always had this this way of thinking that that i'm privileged and it's my responsibility to give forward and make a difference 
I highly resonate with that. So this is uh, one of the first things what I remember. Um, and as you know, my mom died um, when I was at the age of six. But what I got from her and what has been always part of my reality and kind of motivated me to do what I'm doing today as well is that she uh, w was a nurse and after work, she would go and support others at home who could not afford to go to a hospital, who could not afford any medicine. And she was doing this for free or for eggs or for anything what she was uh, getting basically in order to help those who could not uh, get what the majority or let's say exactly like you've just mentioned people who are blessed to have access to many many things uh, what a lot of people don't have access to um, and just coming from this point of what you just said sharing and giving and supporting others how was you how was your journey at the moment because we were talking about your sales drop within your business and how you started to people your whole business in a completely new area in order to be able to innovate and start to face this big crisis within your business yeah Uh, first, let me say something else. When I when I divorced, I decided I put one of my top goals in 2019 is it was to start giving more mm -hmm. and to to start giving a 10% of my income um, to charities that I that I truly believe in and uh, and resonate me. And uh, since then, every time I give more. I get more. Um, actually, when you were saying I was in Africa, the experience I got, the love I got, it's 10 times, 100 times what I brought. Um, when you do the things from the heart, that's, that's, that's the, the, the result, right? Uh, going back to your question, um, yes, my business was, it's 18 years old. It was about 70% before the coronavirus. It was, I was very comfortable. I was working into growing the business, but I was comfortable. You know, I had my clients. I had um, a big amount of clients that have been my clients for years, some for 17, even 18 years since I started. And um, when, this, when this coronavirus happened first of all I, I closed the business so I I've been working but remotely I felt that that's what I needed to do to show that if I am one of the persons that is willing to stop working for the greater good um, my vendors some of my vendors are working because they're essential businesses and in USA they can still work so I've been um, leaning on them to keep running my business even though before I was doing a lot of things in my office. But I tried to innovate. I tried to move the things. And um, I had this urge of saying, okay, this comes, this is sad, what's going on. People are dying. It's, it's totally outside the wildest dreams that we, we can all have or any movie that we see that we turn on the TV and at the end, everybody, it's the resurrection and the, the new beginning. It's like, still crazy, but I try to stop seeing the news and say, okay, what can I do? And I realized that I wanted to use this opportunity because if I don't use this opportunity, this crisis as an opportunity, I'm losing, 
a chance. Uh, so what I did is I pivoted my company to start selling um, social distancing, printing, and PPE. And also, like, just new, like, two days ago, I, I invented <laughs> this background. And uh, so far, it's having good feedback. So uh, I just say that um, social distancing is coming to stay for a long time. And if I, if this is not the time to um, maximize profits. It's a time to do some profits, but also help and see how can I help and how can I be one way of helping companies go back to business and, and do it gratefully. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for sharing. This is exactly what we are doing here. We are supporting really people how to actually start to see a crisis as an opportunity. And I think this is the first step what you have to do as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, because it can be shocking. And many people are talking right now about the grieving process because we can get angry, we can deny, and everybody is maybe in a different stage depending on how this whole pandemic is impacting you, right? not only in your business, but also in your private life. So how would you say, how could you take this whole process or any kind of steps or approach in order to not be shocked and be super kind of like, you know, get lost in this kind of sales drop and maybe the fear that came up into actually starting to see the opportunity and move forward? Um. I was blessed in many ways. Um, one of them is that I'm part of uh, an organization that the name is EO. Uh, and um, I still remember one guy uh, share one YouTube channel um, early February where nothing was talked in USA. Okay, And 90% of the people just said, okay, he's very extremist, but I, I keep listening to this um, YouTube channel. So I was a little bit more ready. Of course, not ready at all, but not totally ready, but I knew what could come, okay? he The guy is still saying, start growing a garden, you know? And a lot of people say, this is almost over. So I feel that we have to keep being positive and understanding that no matter how hard this is, it's going to end sometime. And if we have that in mind and say, okay, it's going to end, um, try to manage as much as possible this, but also think that what you're going to have and what, we're gonna, what you're going to do after this is over. So what I did, it's, um, and everything was blooming here when I started making changes, I, I try to, I, for example, I have a line of credit here and you say you have a line of credit. So what I did is I pulled a line of credit to have a savings, have a cushion. So there are small things, but nowadays, I, I remember some days I was waking up and I, was, I couldn't even work because I was like, the, the end of the world is coming, whatever. Like all the bad things that happen into your head. But the reality is that we have to try to not see the news. I, I just go inside one app and unfortunately I see how many people, how many new cases are and I, I just keep seeing that and I see and I listen just one um, YouTube channel and that's it. 
Because if not, you are immersing into the stress and also the media frenzy. They're, they're, they're going to show you, they're going to try to keep working into you living out of your fears and you cannot live on the fears. You have to acknowledge your fears and understand it's something different and, and even dealing with your kids, you know, talking and say, you know what, I don't know what's going to happen. It never happened to me before, but we're together. And if you have a team, sit down and talk in the same way. You know what? I don't know. But what I can tell you is that I am planning to keep you. I am planning to, to stay together. Or, or, or you know what? Give, him a, give them as much, as much security as possible. Um, but on the other way, you have to also think how to survive this crisis. Because surviving is the first thing that you have to do. It's the, it's the minimum thing that you have to do. Survive emotionally, survive financially. So that's my two cents. <laughs> <laughs> so what would you say, how did you manage to, first of all, switch always, like you've just mentioned, that you don't consume too many news. You just create a very conscious routine about to see uh, how many, what is actually happening, not to ignore, but still be super super clear about how much you can take because this can verify from each and every single one of us right because some people can watch probably the tv and they, they just don't care and some other people with a high empathy etc it can be super challenging and very hard to see what is happening around the world and since you are a philanthropist you care about people you are having this kind of need to also help as much as possible so how would you say as uh, someone who is now wa uh, watching or listening and is an entrepreneur and thinks, okay, I have to survive like emotionally and financially. And, and I just don't even know where to get started because uh, I cannot sell anymore. So what, what would you say, how did you transform and transfer this kind of innovation part in your business with coming up with ideas, how to actually get started financially to create maybe different income sources to still be able to survive? Um, I was blessed in a way that when all this came, I, I was financially stable. So I knew it was going to be a hardship, but I knew that I could keep feeding my kids. I knew that I could, um, I started, I started checking all my expenses in the office and I started cutting everything that I didn't need. And also, um, it really helped me being part of EO because there was such an amount of good Zoom calls about all that that I can't prepare myself. Then I call you one day and say, I'm lost. And you amazingly put together um, 20 days of uh, meditation. So I feel that we have to lean on what we have. It doesn't matter how much you have. But if you already has, are inside the house and you are with your loved ones and they're healthy, you already are blessed. So um, on the emotional side, I think that you have to lean on the people that you feel good. Like you, if the people that listen to you, they're where they need to be, you know? You have to start listening and 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 absorbing what it serves you. So when you are all day trying to 
see what's new, you know what, think what it serves you and what it doesn't serve you, what you can control and what you cannot control. You can control your emotions, you can control your self-care, um, you can control deciding and understanding that maybe you're not going to do money right now, but you have other opportunities. So I think that now it's a great opportunity to engage with our clients, to engage with our family, to engage with our society. Um, and I exactly don't know each person's case, but you have for sure a silver lining and something that you can do that you didn't before do. You can call friends that you never had a chance to talk. You can um, have talks in your house that you never had or even see your kids grow that you never see them because you're traveling or you are too stressed and you come too late. Um, there is always something that you can lean on. But um, one of the big things that I heard from one person I start doing, it's like, don't listen to the news all the time because that doesn't serve. And for, you're a big fan of Tony Robbins. <laughs> <laughs> this is how Gabby is, by the way, growing on a real yearly basis. Uh, she is basically one of, I think, yeah, I, I, you may be an athlete of him. I don't even know, but uh, she is very, very big in for everybody who is now watching. And I know that some of you guys in the group, especially that many, many people love, of course, Tony Robbins, but you've mentioned a few times EO. So would you just mind to share with listeners who don't know what it is actually, uh, just few words, what, what is EO? Because I think Tony Robbins uh, is probably familiar to many of uh, you, just a very big uh, coach, multimillionaire, self-made multimillionaire, and an inspiration when it comes to business and personal uh, development, right? Yes, of course. And uh, many of you, uh, if you went to Tony Robbins, you walk on fire. And when you walk on fire, you realize that you can do almost anything. It's just <laughs> a matter of mindset. Exactly. Uh, so what is EO? So do we know, uh, so can we just share briefly? EO, it's an entrepreneur organization. It's a global um, organization that I actually knew about it because I read a book of one EO, that's one member of EO. There are 14,000 uh, members around the globe. And it's, um, it's their business owners with that entrepreneur spirit. And um, it was a really big uh, opportunity for me. I, I am a newbie there. I am one year old, and I'm and I'm I'm so blessed to be there because there's so many people that been through crisis. Of course, nobody because we don't have people that are hundred years on EO or around us that can tell us about the Spanish pandemic, but um, but. Just try to be surrounded with people that you have high regards and it seems that what they're saying, you can apply. Mm -hmm. uh, no matter if it's EO, no matter if it's a friend, if you have a friend that thinks that the world's ending and, 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 and it's so stressed, maybe, okay, say hi to your friend, but don't, don't get into their frenzy, you know? Mm -hmm. That's a very, very good point. So would you say that 
being in kind of like a very challenging situation, no matter if this is now the pandemic where most of us are there for the first time. And you've just said, when you are having a family or a team, just be honest, say that we are doing the best to stay stab stabilize everything, to stay survive, then move on to your own way to save money and make sure that you are cutting expenses that you don't need, but also make sure that you share whatever you can share to support others. And now just moving on into this part where you just uh, shared the EO, it's an entrepreneurial organization that is globally. Would you think that for everybody who's right now out there as an entrepreneur, we are all ending up in a within this social isolation with a little bit of a bubble. And uh, so do you think that connecting or joining any kind of this entrepreneur organizations, communities, etc will be supportive and will be kind of helping everybody? I don't think one thing will help everybody. I think that it helped me. It's a, mm -hmm. a lengthy process. It takes a few months to get part of you. And it's uh, because they, they, they want to make sure that you're a right fit. And um, I don't know if now exactly now it's the time. If you can do it, it's great. But um, yeah, so, so I don't mean EO, but any other organization because there are like right. many, many. Uh, so what what did you get out of uh, joining a whole community of entrepreneurs for yourself in the sense of um, yeah, your entrepreneurial spirit basically? Yes. So maybe let's yes. uh, rephrase the question. I feel that now it's the time to to get where you feel that you can have a balance and, uh, and, and, and be part of something that gives you value. Now is not the time to, um, to start spending time again. I don't want to be like a pain about the news, but that's not serving you. But um, now it's the time to speak with people that are wiser than you that have other edges and other points of view and uh, for example me I, I one of the zoom calls that I had was about um, finances okay and how important is communicate with your team but also to sit down and see what you have to do to survive and be on the other side because even though if you don't want to lay off anybody, okay, and you want to protect everybody because they're part of your family, they're your team, sometimes you have to let go people to be able to rehire uh, them on the other side. Mm -hmm. So for me, being part of something bigger, it gave me tools of how to process all this. I hire a CFO. Um, it's like an accountant, but it looks on the business looks the numbers of the business, but looks it on another way, not like to do taxes. So we sat down and we saw different scenarios and cutting this and cutting that and, and, and having more or less sales, how it was going to affect on the long run. So clarity here, it's the, it's the most important part, you know, and you only can have that if you, if you surround yourself with people that are grounded and they can be scared as you are, but they understand that we have to keep moving. You know, it, we cannot stay freaking out until this is over. We don't know when it's going to be over. We are all stuck in our houses. I am blessed that I have a patio. I am blessed that I live in South Florida and it's, um, it's sunny and I can go outside uh, of my backyard. 
uh, but you know what? We have to be able to be happy in a way with what we have. Even if we have food for two days, happy because we have food for two days because there are people that don't have anything. And as I was telling you offline, I spoke, um, I support in Malawi um, a region, it's not that I support a region, I, I just went last October and um, I, I was, I'm happy. And you can say that I, I am proud of all that, uh, community and contribution that I do because I, 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 I just have a smile every time I start talking about it. But um, And I love it about you and you are so humble about it um, and coming from a place of uh, humanity. You know what I mean? It's just, uh, I love this about you. So keep sharing and keep inspiring. Thank you. You know what? I, I was speaking with them last week and um, with the, the directors of two clinics The clinics are small and they serve about between 20 and 30,000 people each of the clinics. And I was speaking with them and the director of a school that I, that I do um, a scholarship there. But it's, it's a total long story, so I'm not going to get into that. But they were saying <laughs> that they're in lockdown and mm -hmm. that the virus is very close. It was five hours away um, driving. And... Um, And those people don't have anything. It's not like us. They don't have water. They don't have clean water. They, they don't have electricity. They don't have the small things that we think that they don't have any value. They do have it. So, um, so last week I was like, oh my God, how are they going to do it? How are they going to be able to survive this, you know? And, uh, um, and it's sad, you know, I, I send them some hand sanitizer. I, 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 they have masks on its way and I have somebody that uh, we're talking to, to give much more. So, so you know what, we just can be with them. We, I start sharing the tips because they don't have TV. They don't have a radio. They don't have the level of information that we have. Mm. So I am doing as much as I can, you know, and, and try to be, try to be for them. And even do you and, and even everybody that is listening to you, you, if you find something that you can do for others, that brings a lot of meaning. So sometimes it's not about the money. It's about how much you can change others. Even being inside your house, you can do that. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, so we can all basically make sure that we take care about ourselves, what we were talking about as well, in order to be able to have a full cup and then be able to share with others um, good vibes and great energy so they can uh, start to accept what is happening right now and then move on. Gabby, my love, thank you so much for sharing all your insights. So I think in a nutshell, it's all about, I think we can um, in a, say that it's important to first of all, see who you need to talk with. For example, like you've said, just take a CFO and someone who's helping you with accountants to see what do you have right now? How is the long run to clear, 
really have a crystal clear understanding about your numbers as a business owner, then of course, see what you can do with your team. How can you be as transparent and as honest as you would be with your family? I love that as well, the approach that you look at your team as your family, meaning that you try to uh, be as, as, as a great leader as possible wherever you are in all areas of your life and then of course make sure that to cut down and support and provide wherever you can um, however you can wherever you are to look at what we have at the moment and not what we don't have look what we can do rather than what we can't do Thank you so, so much for sharing on for, for being this inspiration and innovating your business. I am so impressed about how you actually now transfer and transform and pivot your products as well and your services along the journey. So thank you so, so much for being here today with me. Is there anything what you would like to share within this? Um, yeah, the first time pandemic for all of us, like you've said, like anything what you would like someone who's running a business um, to know when it comes to everything what is right now with, with the scarcity where like you said we all have it in one or another way in one or another day um, anything what you would like to share at the end uh, yes uh, the, the, first of all you, you resume it very very nicely um, one thing is that you don't have to be a business owner to do this you have to sit down with your numbers and write I pay this on rent, I pay this on food, I pay this on this, I have this money. You yeah. can do it yourself. You don't have to hire somebody. Um, even for your business, if you cannot really afford it, you, but you have to do it anyway. Um, just, you know what, just, just communication and understand that we are on this together. You are in France, I am here. Everybody is going the same. On the same on the same thing so mm. we just need to be nice with ourselves and, and understand that it is what it is you know and and it shocked us and some they just realized they were in denial or whatever they were too busy but it's okay you are here right now whatever you didn't do didn't do whatever you did you did now it's the time that you can decide how to to move forward you cannot do anything about the past and I want to say thank you. And I feel that everybody that is uh, listening and being part of your journey, uh, they're blessed. You are such an inspiration. And uh, I still remember from the first day that we were walking and uh, we're going to mountain. <laughs> what was the name? We were, we were mountain climbing. <laughs> For sharing what we were doing and and, and and you know what that's the beauty in life to to be part of the journey of people that make sense and uh and to inspire others and that's why i share my story i usually don't never like to share my story or what i was doing but if i can inspire others that makes sense Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope this was insightful, informative or inspiring. I would love to hear your number one takeaway. Come on over to winx.today and share it in the comments below. You can also provide 
any kind of question around remote work solutions, business and leadership growth, as well as holistic HR topics. I look forward to provide an A to your queue. Stay tuned, winner, and don't forget we can win X today.